I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to a bonus episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. So I honestly wasn't planning on recording a podcast episode for you this week or next. If you listened to last week's podcast episode, you would have heard me share with you in the intro before we got to our conversation with our guest that I was planning on taking these last two weeks of December off just to be present with my family and soak up the holidays and all things like that. But this week in my business, it is business as usual. I'm seeing all of my clients just like normal. And the thing about Mondays, which is when I'm recording this episode for you, Mondays are a really spacious day for me. So I'll tell you how I kind of schedule my weeks out. So I always have my weeks filled with clients, but I also always have Mondays completely free and open. So I actually don't schedule clients on Mondays because I really love having one day of the week set aside for just room for me to play and really tune into my body and what I'm feeling. And if I'm feeling inspired to create something, allowing myself a whole day, like on Mondays, gives me that time and the space to just be really creative and do whatever I want to do on that day. So of course, today is Monday. I don't have any calls or clients booked today. And as always, it's feeling very spacious and I give myself that time to tune in to myself and my needs and ask myself what it is I want to do today. And I was really feeling inspired to record a podcast episode for you. So I'm really excited to sit down with you today, sitting here with my mic in my office. The sun is shining. It's a really cold day here in Saskatchewan where I live. So I'm just all cozy in my office right now. But this episode is actually very different than any episode I've ever recorded for you before. So since I was originally planning on taking these last two weeks of December off, I thought we could kind of have some fun with this bonus episode as I was feeling inspired to record it for you today. So if you didn't already check out the title for this show, I am sharing with you my favorite fiction books that I read this year. So at the beginning of 2021, I set a goal for myself. And for those of you who are very serious, avid, dedicated readers, 
my number, my goal that I set for myself may not sound very big to you. And that is totally fine because I was so excited to set this goal for myself. I truly have never read 12 fiction books in a single year before. So that was my goal in January of 2021. I was like, okay, I want to read one fiction book every single month this year. And I actually did that. I have finished my 12th fiction novel. I finished it quite a while ago, actually. And I am working on the 13th novel of this year, but I'm really not sure if I'm going to get it done before the new year or not because I've been kind of slacking in that department as I've been pretty busy in the evenings visiting family members who have come to visit over the holidays but I know I could finish it in a week if I just stayed home and read. (laughs) So we'll see if I get book number 13 read. But the point is, is that I did complete my goal of reading 12 books this year, and they were all really good. So another thing I want to share with you is that not only did I set a goal for myself to read a book a month or 12 books this year, I also started my very own book club. My very first book club and also my very own. I really love picking out my own books and I really wanted to make sure that I was only reading fiction this year. I think my mind is often in like learning mode. I'm currently a student in the Somatic Experiencing Practitioner Program, and it is a three-year course. So I'm always learning about somatic therapy, and my mind is very much always like kind of in that absorbing information mode that I think for me, it's really important to just like chill in the evenings or on the weekends or in the mornings, whenever I can prioritize some time, which I always do, as you can see, because I read my 12 books this year. But anyways, for me, it's really important to read fiction. It gives me a chance to not be learning and doing something. It's very much of a relaxing activity for me to do. And I really enjoy it. I described to Scott like reading a fiction novel is kind of like sitting there and watching a movie, but it takes a lot longer and it kind of is all happening in your head and stuff. He (laughs) did not buy that. He was like, I don't know. I would just rather sit and watch a movie, but I love reading so much and I'm excited to share my reads with you. So as I mentioned, I did start that book club and I opened it up to everyone. I planned out which books we were going to read each month. We were reading one fiction book a month. And then the following month, we would normally meet on Zoom and discuss how we felt about the book. But that didn't always happen because summer would get busy. But most months, we met up and chatted about the book that we had just read. So that was a lot of fun. And one of my goals for this 
this book club was just to make sure that all of the books that we read throughout the year were really good. So I made sure that I was reading the reviews and looking at the ratings of the books. And I think I did a really good job because all of them were so good. All 12 books were so good that even though I've ranked them in order from like 1 to 12, in which I love the most and didn't like the most... <laughs> the one that falls in 12th place is actually still really good and worth reading. So what I'm going to do for this episode here, I am going to share all 12 books with you and kind of go through each one and share with you some of my thoughts about the book and why I feel that way and why I ranked it the way I did, that sort of thing. And honestly, if you are looking to read a book a month throughout 2022, I highly recommend just taking this list and reading these 12 books for yourself. Because like I said, even though I have ranked them from 1 to 12, even that 12th book is still really good. So let's start with that 12th book and work our way up to my favorite one. And so first up is Anxious People by Frederick Backman. So this was actually my first Frederick Backman book. I have heard such amazing things about his writing and something about the word and like the title Anxious People really drew me in. So I was really interested in this book and I am big over on Goodreads. It's like this book rating app. I really love the book or the Goodreads app. And over on Goodreads, this book got a really high rating. And so I chose this book as one of our fiction books this year. And I did enjoy it, even though it's in 12th place. So <laughs> it's kind of supposed to be this annoying book. So there was large chunks of this book that I felt were so annoying. And it was just really sometimes hard to read through this book. And I was like, why am I reading this book? But then what happens is by the end of the book, I was like, wow, that was actually a really good book. So that's why I say if you can stick with this book and read it through until the end, you'll know what I mean. And it's definitely worth the read. But what I will say is that one of the girls in our book club who is a very avid reader, she's one of my friends, and I think she's on her like 90th book or something for 2021. She reads a lot more than I do. But she told me that this novel, Anxious People by Frederick Backman, is definitely very different than all of his other books. So what I'm most curious about is to read some of his other books because I've heard some really amazing things about his novels. So my plan is for 2022, read another book by Backman. The novel in 11th place would be The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. 
I just picked this book up I right before I got COVID back in May, actually. I was shopping at the bookstore, and I'm a big sucker for titles of the books. Like, I love a really catchy title, or if the cover page is really beautiful, that really draws me in. I know they always say, don't judge a book by the cover, but I would say I kind of judge, judge a book by the title almost. <laughs> so I really like kind of mystery books and figuring out what happened as I'm reading the book. So the title, The Last Thing He Told Me, really drew me in. And I read this book when I was sick with COVID, which was such a great way to pass the time, by the way. But sadly, this book did not live up to my standards. It was fine. I continued to read it. It had my attention. But there was just certain things about this book that just kind of fell short for me. And it just wasn't my absolute favorite. So moving on to number 10, I really loved this book. I really, really did. It's called The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. I really loved this book, but I will tell you that so many of my friends hyped up this book before I read it. So in my mind, it was like the best book of all time. And as I was reading it, I was like, okay, it's good, but it's definitely not really living up to the hype that my friends were giving it, in my opinion. So another thing I'll say about this book is I really love the idea of it, but I feel like if I were to write a book like that, it would have been a lot different and I feel like I, I don't know, basically I knew what the book was kind of about based off of my friend's recommendations for me. And I think I had like this idea or the storyline in my head about how the book was going to go. And I really liked my idea, but then when I read the book, it was different and I didn't like it as much as my idea. That's what I'm trying to say, but definitely still worth a read. The novel in ninth spot is Things You Save in a Fire. This is also one of those books that the title really drew me in. <laughs> it sounded really interesting to me. Um, Catherine Center is the author of this novel. And I also really enjoyed this book. There's some characters in this book that you just absolutely fall in love with. But the main character, I couldn't relate to her so much. She kind of, I don't know, um, she just wasn't that much like me. And I feel like if I feel very, very, very different from a main character, maybe I don't love the book as much. I'm not sure. But this book was still really good. Like I said, all these books are really great. If you were in the same city as I am, I would lend you all of these books. So if you are local, reach out to me. I will lend you <laughs> these books if you want them. Um, but yeah, Things You Save in a Fire by Catherine Center is in ninth spot and I really enjoyed it. And then moving on to 
the book in eighth spot. I actually just finished this book. This is the book that I just most recently finished. I read it in December because it's called One Day in December by Josie Silver. My friend recommended this book to me and as her and I are coming to understand, we definitely have like different preferences and favorites when it comes to books and that's totally fine but I still really enjoyed this book someone messaged me I think on Instagram and said that they had also read this book and they kind of like would say if someone was wondering what it was like it's kind of like a Hallmark movie but in book form and I completely agree with that It's not this amazing book that sucked me in, but I'm really happy I read it because I did actually really enjoy this book. Um, The main male character in the book, I didn't like fall hard for him. And I feel like whenever I'm reading a love story of sorts, If I can fall in love with both of the main characters, I really love the book and I really liked the characters in this book, but just didn't like fall hard for them, I guess. So the book in seventh place is The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. Now, I do believe this is the very first book I read in 2021. I loved it. Britt Bennett's writing is just absolutely beautiful. It's kind of like poetic or lyrical kind of writing. It's just beautiful. And the story of The Vanishing Half is definitely, definitely a book I think you should read. I absolutely loved it. And I loved her writing so much that then I went and picked up her other book called The Mothers. So again, The Mothers by Britt Bennett. And this one actually falls into sixth spot in my list of books that I read this year. And so I like this one just a little bit better uh, than The Vanishing Half. But like, I just love the way Britt Bennett writes. She's definitely one of my favorite authors for sure. But what surprised me was... I think I liked The Mothers a little bit better than The Vanishing Half, and it seems like The Vanishing Half got more attention in the media, and it seems to be more like the more popular book out of the two, which was really interesting to me because I actually liked the other one better. Um, Okay, so moving on to the book in fifth spot. So now we're into my top five books of 2021, which is exciting because, you know, they always make the top five lists of things. So here's my top five books of 2021. Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. I heard so many things about this book and I had no idea what it was about, but Such a Fun Age, what a cute title. It is worth all your time reading this book. I love it so much. I fell in love with the characters and just everything that happens in the book is just brilliant. I just, I I truly loved this book so much. One of those books that kind of have you 
laughing and worried and stressed and all the emotions as you're reading through it. So I absolutely love this book by Kylie Reed and would highly recommend it. Yeah, just loved it so much. I don't know if I have anything else to say, but I do remember feeling all of the emotions as I was reading this novel. It was kind of one of those books that you just can't really put down. The next one in fourth spot is definitely one of those books you can't put down. I also read this book while I had COVID this spring. And I remember, like I read this book in less than two days. It was so good. It's called The Push by Ashley Audrain. It is so good. <laughs> I It should come with a trigger warning though. It's pretty dark if you've ever lost a child before or anything along those lines, like, or if you're a mother of a brand new baby or if you're newly pregnant or if you're pregnant awaiting the arrival of your child, all those things, I would say just be aware. If you feel like you could kind of read something fairly dark, then go for it. I gobbled this book up and I know so many of the women in my book club absolutely devoured this book and it's also in their top five books of the year. So I'm just putting it out there. If you think you can handle a dark, kind of thrilling, sometimes hard to read novel, definitely read The Push by Ashley Audrain. And then in third spot, Ask Again Yes by Mary Beth Keen. So I'm a huge Jimmy Fallon fan. <laughs> I watch Jimmy Fallon all the time. Scott and I actually don't have like cable or like TV. We have TVs, but we don't have channels. <laughs> so I just watch all the Jimmy Fallon episodes on YouTube I adore him, and he actually had the author of this book, Mary Beth Keen, on his show. He loves Ask Again Yes, and that's actually how I found out about this book. My mom also loves Jimmy Fallon, and she told me that, well, Jimmy Fallon loves this book, so I want to read this book. So I actually had bought this book for her last Christmas or for her birthday at some point. I can't quite remember but I took it from her and I read it this year and it is so good. It definitely deals with some heavy stuff. It's kind of one of those books about families and like being intertwined and forgiving people and things like that. It's a really, really good read. Again, it's in the third spot. So it's my, in my top three favorite books of the year. It is just so good. And if you have not read it yet, I highly recommend reading it. And then moving on to my second favorite book of the year is Beach Read by Emily Henry. I don't really love fluffy books. <laughs> so please don't let the title of this book mislead you because I know beach read, it just sounds kind of like one of those easy reads that you can read while you're lying on the beach and it's not really amazing. It's just kind of good. 
it is an easy read, don't get me wrong, but oh, I don't know, there's just something about this book. I guess this is a perfect example of me falling in love with both of the main characters of a love story. I just loved <laughs> this whole story. So Beach Read falls into second spot, which brings us to number one. And I have such an interesting story to tell you about this book. It's called The Doll Factory by Elizabeth McNeil. So my last name's Doll, if you didn't already know that, but I'm sure you did. And as I shared with you at the beginning of this episode... I really am drawn into books based off of their title. So of course, when I was walking through the bookstore and saw The Doll Factory, I was like, I obviously need to read this book. It has my last name in it. So I picked it up and it has literally been sitting on my shelf for like over a year or two years. It's just been sitting there. I have not read it. It is a historical fiction novel, which I've never read historical fiction before, and I don't know why, but there was just something about it that I just kept feeling like I didn't want to read it, and I was kind of regretting my purchase. I was like, why did I buy this book? I'm not reading this book, and then I read it this past November, and it was hands down my favorite book of this year. It was so good. So if you are a lover of historical fiction, I highly recommend The Doll Factory. If you have never read historical fiction before, I highly recommend making this your first because I fell in love with the characters. It's kind of like a creepy, dark thriller in some ways, but it also has a love story intertwined with it all. And if you're a book reader like me and you love that sort of thing, if you love kind of a love story intertwined with some darkness and thrill, I guarantee you'll love this book. So those are my 12 reads of this year. I will be setting the same goal for myself this coming year. I want to read another 12 books at least. And I already have quite the collection piling up on my bookshelf. I That is kind of one of my things that I do. I love going to bookstores, browsing, and I basically always leave with a book, so they just keep piling up. So I need to start reading, and as I shared with you, I'm actually reading my 13th novel right now. It is called Always in December, so I thought it would be another good, lighthearted read around this time of year. So I'll let you know if I finish that before 2021 wraps up and 2022 begins. It's so crazy that we're already at this time of the year. And I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. Don't be surprised if we go a week without chatting. 
like I said, I did originally plan to take these last two weeks of December off, but you never know with me. We'll see if I'm feeling inspired next week. So continue to look at the apps wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or wherever. Just make sure you're subscribed to the show so you never miss one of my bonus episodes when you're not really paying attention for new episodes to come out. So happy holidays, everyone. This is our last episode before Christmas. Christmas is this weekend. So however you are spending the holidays, just know I am thinking of you. You are loved and I am always, always here for you. 